fear. It's a huge reason why so often we stay right where we're at. Even if we know that where we're at is not necessarily the best place for us, fear paralyzes us and keeps us trapped. And that is why I'm doing this bonus episode today. Yes, there's two podcast episodes this week because I want to make sure that we cover this. We're talking about facing our hidden fears around healthy change and change like many of you are doing right now in the challenge, or you may be doing in the group coaching program here starting in a couple of weeks. And I'm sharing my personal story of how I'm being asked to have courage right now to step out of what's comfortable and maybe not horrible, but to step into what is best, even though it is unfamiliar and change is difficult. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast, a place for practical ideas and powerful inspiration to help you step out of stress and overwhelm and into a balanced life full of peace, purpose, and meaning, the full vibrant life that God has planned for you. So find a cozy spot and let's get started on today's episode. Hey there, welcome to today's episode of the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle, author, speaker, and Christian life coach. My goal is to help you step out of overwhelm and step into a balanced, calm, and more productive life, the life that God has for you. I decided to record this episode today because I wanted to have a pep talk with you. I wanted to talk to you about something that's really important, kind of that elephant in the room that I see women deal with all the time. And I apologize if in advance if I upset you. But I just feel that as your friend, really, truly, I want to say this to anyone who may be dealing with this. And it may not be you, but if it is, I'm speaking to you today, friend, in, a mo- in the most loving, kind way. I see many women who tell me uh, who they want a different life. They want things to change. They don't want to be overwhelmed anymore. They're exhausted. They're tired. And yet, when it comes to actually making a change, they sit in that place and they don't make a change Now, why does this happen? Why do we do this to ourselves? Maybe you know someone who does this, or maybe you do this to yourself. I mean, if we want something better, if we really want a better life, if we really want to be more calm, more balanced, more peace, all these things we say we want, why do we stick in the same place that we've been in? Even if we might have answers or or solutions, what causes us to do that? What is going on? And I wanted to talk about a couple of things that I've learned in terms of brain science that causes us to be stuck there and stuff that I've learned in my own self in this area. And to encourage you that if you are in a place where you want change, and we've been talking about this challenge, some of you have even joined this challenge and then so excited to begin to see that change in you and you're, you're seeing that change and it's just beautiful to see. But some of us maybe make that change for a little while and then we stop, or maybe we're afraid to even take that first step to change. I want to speak to you today because I want you to get to that next place, just like you do. But I know that it's going to take overcoming a few things. So let's talk about that. First of all, like I said, I've been learning a lot about brain science lately and how that affects our habits and our attitudes and our decisions and just how really, how biological our our <laughs> our personalities are based on just how we're wired and how we make decisions and really how so much of the decisions that we make every day are on autopilot. And it's crazy to think about, but it's so true. And we have to, when we make change, we have to decide that we are going to make the change, of course, but we also have to understand how our brain works. And our brain is designed, first of all, 
to keep us in a place of safety. Our brain is designed to not take risks. And that's because it's designed for survival. You and I were designed to keep ourselves alive. I mean, that sounds kind of silly to say it that way, but that's very true. So the brain doesn't like change. If it's given the decision to take a a simple way to get to an answer or a hard way, it's going to take the simple way every time. It's going to take that habit that's been built up, whether that's a good habit or a bad habit, it's going to take that path. So you have to understand, first of all, that when we're making change, we are working against our brains. Now, that doesn't mean that change can't happen. Of course, of course, of course, of course it can. But we have to get past that first barrier. And this is a problem because, again, we want safety biologically and we are in a world where there is tons of chaos and risk around us. We, in our own subconscious, even outside of the biological aspect, we want stability. We want things to stay the same because, you know, there's there's disease. There's There's, gosh, there's been all these horrible shootings lately. There's, our children can get sick. There's job loss. There's dysfunction in relationships, all these things. And we're just like, I got to have something that's constant, right? So whether we say we want to change or not, sometimes these underlying currents can sidetrack us and keep us stuck in these places because change takes effort and it takes risk. So we really have to outsmart our brain and we have to outsmart this biological desire to have this foundation because what we really want is a stable foundation. I mean, that's true, right? But the thing is, is if we don't have the, the calm, the peace, the balance right now, we're really tricking ourselves into thinking that we have the, st- the stable foundation that we want. It's not really the foundation we want. So first, we need to understand and commit to our why, why we're doing this. And we talk about this in the challenge. If you've gone through the challenge guide, you know that there is a section in there that you not only identify your what, what you're going to change based on what's really the most important thing in your life, but your why. Why is this important to you? And the why is what will fuel you forward. Your why is your reason to do this. Now, your why isn't the only thing that's going to get you through, and we'll talk about that in a a few minutes, about other ways to to help you make these big changes when there's a ton of risk and you, you, you want to get out of what's familiar. But it's a great place to start, and it is the place that in the, in the heat of the moment can really help you make that decision that you want to make. And then second, the, another way to, great, to outsmart our brain is to take the small shifts over time. So again, the way a habit works is that a habit is just a repeatable action that's been formed in our brain. Again, our brain is trying to, it's got all these things going on all the time. All of these, these neurological actions are happening and so it's trying to always take the fastest solution to the answer. So if there's, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be to make it more complicated, right? A great analogy for this is if you're at the beach and you're drawing a line in the sand with your finger. And if you take your finger and you keep drawing a line in the sand over that same spot, it becomes easier and easier. The first time you do it, there's resistance, of course, in the sand. But every time you do it after that, it's just smooth sailing and it becomes much, much easier and Yet, if we were to take that same spot and run our finger down that line, but at the very end, veer off to the left, that takes the effort to move off to the left. And that's exactly a very simplified version of how our brain takes actions and makes them habits, is that it's, it's, it's just simplifying that process. So when it's a habit, it just speeds along there. And then when it's not, it, it juts off to the side. You know, it takes a little bit more risk. So it's easier to make change in our, in in terms of habits and brain function, if we can make them a little at a time, and then we can build on them. That's that snowball effect. So 
the habit of being in chaos and habit of having overwhelm is a learned behavior for your brain and we can train it to move towards rhythms that have more calm and balance. And that is why we... Um, what that is why we make little changes at a time. That's why we've been doing in the challenge. We make one change and we move. And that is what we do in group coaching is we we work on one part and then we build on it and we work on one part and we build on it. And I know just from working with women and in my own personal time with, with clients that this works, but I also know from my own self because um, in terms of life balance, like I would say I wanted more rest. I would say I wanted more sleep. And I told you my story a couple episodes ago about how I was just living in this this state where I was sleeping four hours a night and pushing myself, at, you know, burning the candle at both ends and how I got really, really sick, almost died from all of that. Well, the thing is, is that even when I was in that state, I said that I wanted those things, but I literally didn't even crave them anymore. I was not tired at 1230 at night. I was not tired when I woke up at four or 430. My body just wasn't tired. And that's because I had conditioned myself to a place where that was what was normal and that was what had happened. Now, now that I had that huge incident happen and I was forced to sleep, I was forced to be on my back literally for, you know, 16 hours sleeping and then just on my back, closing my eyes, trying to rest the rest of the day. And I did that for three months and then building all that up for the last two years. Now I crave sleep. I crave rest. And you can even ask my kids, like, I get grouchy if I don't get my rest. I get just not myself. And so I know that um, our bodies change, you know, and that change didn't happen in a day. It took months and months of slowly building. So the good news is that change is possible, that we can change our brains. And in fact, our brains are designed to be efficient. We just have to learn to help that efficiency work in our favor, right? to make the habit change towards the right things. All right, so the first reason why I believe we do this to ourselves, why we why we stay stuck in these patterns, even though we say we want to change, is because we're we're dealing with these brain issues, these biological issues of wanting to stay safe. But the second reason is, and this may be hurting a little close to home too, and I'm, I'm be the first one to raise my hand on this because this was me. Chaos is familiar to us. They're, you know, having no rest, no balance, no peace, that's familiar. And these type of dysfunctional rhythms, they become our identity, you know, we think, well, when we're being really real with ourselves, we think, who would I be if I wasn't that stressed out mom, if I wasn't going 100 miles an hour, if I actually had some space in my day? It becomes this protective mechanism for those things that we really don't want to face about ourselves or about our lives. Let me tell you, when you calm yourself down, when you find peace and margin in your life, there's all kind of issues that come up that you didn't even realize existed because you had just been pushing. You had just been moving forward. You didn't realize that, you know, there had been little issues in your marriage, maybe that you just kind of had put up with and, and just kept pushing forward. But now that you stop, you're like, wow, yeah, we really need to talk about that. We really need to deal with that. Or, you know, maybe there's 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 something in your life where you're like, else, like other family relationships or relationships with your kids or other things where you begin to just get out of this, this race, this racehorse mode where you have your blinders on, and you're just running as fast as you can. And you actually see, oh my gosh, there's pain in my past, maybe that I have to deal with. There's, um, there's fear about the future. Maybe that's how we've dealt with fears. We've just kept pushing. We've ignored it. There's all these things that can come up. And I think sometimes we either are aware that we might have to face those things, or we just subconsciously Aren't, don't know that's going to happen, but we, you know, we keep it down and we keep ourselves from changing. And it's like that 
is our protective mechanism, being busy. So I want you to really think about that and to really think, am I, if I'm being stuck in this spot and I find myself always saying I want to change, but I'm not changing, is it because I, number one, might have to change my identity and I might have to look at other things in my life that are really, really challenging and hard and I don't want to deal with? That's really valid and um, it could happen. It could be a reason why you're stuck. So again, not making... Uh, not casting judgment if that's you. And I think, because I think we all do that. I think we all, again, have these protective mechanisms where we're trying to keep ourselves safe. Um, We're just trying to survive. We're just trying to take care of our kids. We're just trying to take, maybe you care for an older member of your family or, or maybe your husband is sick or, you know, maybe you have this crazy stressed out job that you do, or maybe your, your child has um, learning disabilities that, that really keep you just really frustrated all day long because they don't listen or whatever it is, you know, um, we can keep ourselves busy by not having to face the reality of the difficulty of the other parts of our life. So something to think about. Another reason, the third reason, is that we're afraid. We are so afraid of the change because it feels unknown. It feels terrifying. It feels scary to know what this could look like, what it could be. We don't even know. We just know it needs to change, right? We just know like, I just have to, something needs to change. I don't even really know how to do it. Um, So if I don't know how to do it, then how am I supposed to do it? So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. The the familiar roads are always the roads we want to walk on. I had this come up for me this year, and it's been something that's been brewing for several years for us. We decided to stop homeschooling our younger two children this year. And we have been homeschooling for 13 years. So this was a huge decision that has been brewing for several years years, like I said. Our older two are still in a part-time homeschool program, just for the record, um, but they go to school four days a week. And um, our younger two were in a program where they went to school two days a week and we homeschooled the other three. But here's what happened for me. The last few years, I just felt like we had gotten into this really complacent rhythm where I wasn't giving them my best as a homeschool mom. And they weren't giving me their best as homeschool kids, these younger two I'm speaking of. They were just kind of going along And I was just kind of going along because it was comfortable. But I wanted more for them. And I felt like they wanted more for themselves too, quite honestly. And so we had a conversation about seven months ago, actually. And we said with our kids, and I I just said, are you happy? You know, is this what you really want? Do Do you still want to keep doing this? Even though we have friends there, even though the school is great, there's nothing wrong why we would, quote, you know, want to leave the school for some reason. And again, this was a school that is not, there's a waiting list for, like, if we leave, like, what happens? And the kids were like, you know what? I, I think I want something else. And so we talked about some other options and ended up applying for this other option. And again, that was a, a kind of a waiting list charter situation, too. We prayed about it, and we just prayed and prayed. And throughout this last year, we have watched God just close doors at this school that we were at. And we just watched Him continue to confirm that this was the right decision, that this change needed to be made. And that, ironically, we, um, we got in, we, we, we found out that we got into this program. And ironically, when that happened, there was tons of fear and anxiety that came up for me and stuff that I didn't even know was there. 
I started freaking out. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, what if this isn't the right decision? How do I know if this is going to be the right thing? We're losing our spot at this school. We would lose our spot for high school at this other school. I mean, all these things kept freaking out. What if my kids, you know, I mess up my kids. What if, what if, what if, what if? This is familiar, right? This is the place that I know. This is what I've been doing for 13 years. I mean, before then we were even full-time homeschooling. So, you know, this is what we, this is what we know. And I am now stepping into this place where my kids will be gone four days a week. And now I'm not going to get into that. You may have specific opinions about that. We're not here to talk about that. But my point is, is I had to really deal with some serious fear at that point about making this decision and moving forward, even though I knew in my heart, this was what was best for them. And the best way I described it to some friends at that time was like, it was like, I was it was a really hot summer day and I was sitting on the outside of a pool. I was standing on the outside of a pool and I had all my friends were in the pool and they were swimming around. They were happy and they were telling me to jump in the pool. And I was standing there going, well, okay, but what if I jump in and I hate it? What if I jump in and it's cold and, and, and I, you know, all of these things, what if, what if? But I also knew that standing on the outside of the pool, I was hot. I was sweating. I was miserable. I didn't like it. But it was familiar. I knew what it was like, right? And it takes risk. It takes risk, friends, to jump into that pool and to leave what's familiar, to leave what's on the side of the pool for what's inside that water. Even though you know it's going to be refreshing, even though you know it's going to be better, it's scary. It is so scary. So it's a lot of prayer and just choosing to say, God, I believe you. I trust that you have got, you've led us to this place and this is what you want us to do. So I'm going to jump without fear. I'm going to let go and I'm going to jump. And so we did. We've committed to this new school. And our kids actually start this week. When, the, when this episode airs, it will be the week of our kids starting this new school. So I'll have to keep you updated on how it all goes. But I am excited and optimistic um, just even so far with what we've seen and getting to know the teachers and um, the people that will be there. So that's my encouragement that I get it. I get what it feels like to be to be afraid of the unknown, even though you know it's probably better for you, right? And that's why I want to encourage you that if you want to step into this life balance place, if you want more calm, if, you, if you're tired of living in this place, there are ways to get into the pool You know, there are ways for it not to be so scary. I want to talk to you about how you can have a plan that works, how you don't have to do it alone, and you can do it a little at a time. You can have someone guiding you through the process. You can have a community of friends who are on the journey with you, um, giving you that support, that encouragement, that feeling of, I get you, I've been there, I'm changing alongside you. That is group coaching. That is what I have the privilege of doing in a small community of women. I just finished my first session of that. And friend, we're going to be opening up another session of group coaching in September. So starting on Monday, we're going to open registration to a brand new session of my six-month life balance group coaching program. Now, Group coaching solves these really huge risk issues that we have around change. And I've seen it and it's so incredible. And in fact, I'm going to be sharing an episode starting on, um, well, it's coming out on Monday, the day that the doors open for registration. I'm sharing the voices of three women who are in this group coaching program now who have been with me for a couple months now in the program and who are 
who can tell you just how community makes such a difference and how having that feeling of I get you and making steps and changes a little at a time can really help dissipate that fear and really help you get to where you want to go. So group coaching solves these risk, is- these risk issues that we face because it offers that structure. So you know where to start. We'll be talking about specific themes regarding life balance every month. And then we have a teaching session at the beginning of the month. And then we have two group coaching sessions in that month where we take what we learned in the, in the teaching session and there's homework that goes with it. So we'll take that and then we'll, I will coach you individually. Well, there'll be five or six people in the group on the call, but I will be having you in a hot seat and we'll be coaching together through that. And you'll get to see other people coaching too. So you'll hear, but we will then begin to create this custom plan for you, your action steps, your next steps based on this issue. We're going to work through those things. And then, so it's not just like me saying, here's what you need to do in order to change. It's saying, here are the topics Okay. And here's some homework to like, and for those of you who are in the challenge, like the guide has helped you come up with your strategy, your solution, your what, your, your why, your how. This is going to help you determine what do you really need? How do you really need to make those changes? And so I will be there to teach you, to guide you through the process to change, but I'm not telling you what needs to change. I'm helping you discover inside yourself what that next step needs to be. And that is the way lasting change happens. That's the best way to do it versus somebody just telling you, you know that, right? Because we're discovering what's inside of you. And then I'm giving you the courage and the space to do it. We're doing this together, right? I'm helping you overcome obstacles as it comes up, helping you overcome these mindset issues, which as you know, girl, is the number one way or number one reason why we get stuck in certain places. And then, of course, you have a built-in set of ladies who are going through the same issues, who are walking this road with you, who can encourage you, who can say, I've been there and it is hard and here's what I'm learning. So it's just so powerful. So registration for group coaching is only open from Monday, August 26th to Saturday night at midnight Pacific time, August 31st. So it's only open Monday through Saturday. And we have to close the doors because we're starting this whole program September 1st. We are starting the whole process in September. And so there's a limited amount of time that it's open and there's a limited amount of time of spaces. I'm only taking 25 to 30 women. And I know that there are hundreds of you that are in the challenge and hundreds of you that listen to these podcast episodes. So I can't help everyone at one time, obviously, because I want to be sure to pour into those women that I'm able to work with at a time. So you have to sign up between Monday, August 26th and mid- Saturday night at midnight, August 31st. And you can, I've, I've opened up an interest list today by on the group coaching page, just so that you can say, hey, Alicia, I am interested. I want to know more. Let be sure to put me, you know, on, let me know on Monday when the doors open so I don't forget. Because I understand like you're like, oh, I'm interested. But then like life happens and you get busy. So if you are interested in getting on the interest list, you can get on the interest list at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash group dash coaching and then submit your name there so that we can remind you of when the doors open on Monday. But truly, this is a first come first serve kind of thing. Um, and so if you are interested and you want to be one of these 25 to 30 women, you have got to sign up early and you've got to get in the doors. And so registration doesn't open until Monday, but get on the interest list now at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash group dash coaching so that you can be more likely to get one of these spots. And so lastly, I just want to remind you and, and encourage you that some of us are in these places where we need to be told that it's okay 
to move forward. It's okay to step out of what's comfortable, to move out of what we're familiar with in order to take what's best. I have a friend who has got an amazing Instagram account called Leaving Comfort for Courage. I love her stories. And I, I, I've loved that name, Leaving Comfort for Courage, for years because it's, that is so much what life is about. Stepping into these bigger, better places of ourselves and what the places that God wants for us has to come down to leaving what may be comfortable, what may be familiar, even if it's dysfunctional, it's still comfortable, right? And stepping into what's better, what's best. Just like for me with school, we had a great program this last year. It was not a bad program, but we knew it could be better. And so that's what we wanted to do. So I hope that you can join me. I hope that you can make that decision to be a part of group coaching this fall. And you can at least get on the interest list to make sure that you get reminded of the, the doors opening on Monday. And I look forward to having you in group coaching and having you be a part of this big, massive change that we're going to be doing this year together. All right, friend, take care. I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you were encouraged or inspired by what was shared today, I would love it if you could take two seconds and leave an honest review in iTunes. I love hearing from you and these reviews help others find the podcast. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode. Bye for now and I will see you back here next week.